The Green Bay Packers Mentor-Protégé Program presents the Lessons in Success podcast with Anna Steinfest. Every week, we will bring you the strategies and resources you need to build your business and add knowledge and expertise in order to have a profitable future for your business. Here's your host, the administrator of the Green Bay Packers Mentor-Protégé Program, Anna Steinfest. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to our new episode of the podcast, Lessons in Success. And I'm here today with my co-host, Dr. Michael Troyer, and today we will talk about planning for surprises, the ultimate oxymoron. Hello, Michael. Good. Hello, Anna. Good to see you. Uh, I like that, the ultimate. Uh, how do you plan for a surprise? But that's the intrigue to me of, of this topic. I want to remind our listeners that we're here to try to give to that small business and that small business owner some tools they can put to use right away. So here we are. So how do you really plan for surprises? Like you said, it's, it's kind of uh, oxymoron, like we said. Yeah, and, and I think it means you have to kind of almost go backward a little bit and really begin to more intensely study your own business and, and figure out both the business, the industry, and the marketplace you're in. You really need to become more of an expert. We get so busy building our business, we kind of forget about all that bigger environment environment that we're a part of. So I would talk to everybody I can find. I would pick brains everywhere. Uh, you you kind of need to feel your own business in your bones. And I know you do when you go to bed at night, but there's still things missing that you need to learn. So find and listen to mentors, uh, find best practices. I wouldn't use them all. Some of them don't fit but talk to everyone make yourself an expert and i would like to expand in fact that you're talking about the to be industry expert but i will challenge some of the listeners even to tap into some other industries because sometimes they can pick up best practices from other industries and implement them within their own company and be more successful and that will even give them better success uh, or edge over their competitors. It's a wonderful idea. In fact, I think we get caught in our own industry and forget that there are lots of things going on out there in other places that we can apply if we just opened our eyes. Could and I just can give, um, in fact, one example, if I may, in our one of our mentor protege groups, we had uh, one software engineer who had a company and he received advice from welding shop owner and because that particular advice uh, from totally different industry and think about welding shop thinking about a software uh, the software owner was able to acquire a hardware company and he's uh, expanding right now in asia and south america and that is huge yes yes Another piece of this, I think, is to be ready for surprises. That is, to not make the assumption they aren't going to occur. I struggle with my my children who are now grown up to remember to, uh, frankly, among other things, keep a reserve because you never know when something's going to come around the corner that you didn't see and you're going to need some funds to help you survive that. So I like to, to argue that our colleagues out there need to think about the major assumptions that they've made about their business. And then to ask a key question to that, in looking at those assumptions, what will have to be true for my success to continue 
in my business to remain viable. I'm, I'm really forcing myself to say, I made some assumptions. I've assumed everything will be the same. Which of those assumptions have to be true or I'm out of business? I need to write those down. That's the beginning of a contingency plan. And just for our listeners, if they would like um, additional information on the contingency plan, we did uh, put together a podcast, how to create contingency plan. So you can go uh, back and listen to that episode, but you're right because uh, the disruption is not if they will happen and the surprises, but the question will be when it will be happen. And that's what we're trying to give you advice right now, to be ready. My, my son uh, for a while rode a motorcycle. I didn't like it, it scared me always, but he agreed that it's not, it's not if you're gonna have an accident when you ride a motorcycle, it's when. And he managed to have two and he said, I'm not done yet, I'm gonna quit riding but if I keep writing, I'll have more. So at least you had the contingency in mind, even if you didn't have a plan to avoid it. And we can go to that idea of a contingency plan for a moment. I used to love to teach clients, what could go wrong here? Everything seems to be moving along, but what could go wrong that would really throw you for a, for a loop, as we say? And what if it occurred, what would you do? Those are big things we're talking about, but we need to admit things can go wrong. What might they be? And you have to look from every angle possible. The reason for me saying that is a lot of times, a lot of our um, businesses, I'm referring to um, some of the businesses we work with um, in the Protégé program, but they forget to check the substitute products. Yes. Is it okay if you explain? And, and in fact, when I asked one of the um, one of the protege, have you looked and researched some of the substitute products of your service? And she was taking back what is a substitute product. Michael, is it okay from your economics background to kind of explain that to our listeners? Well, there there are any product, and and the product doesn't have to have any shape like your product but it's something that can get the problem solved or the job done uh, as easily as or better than your product. So you need to be hunting for it. You need to be looking, as Anna, Anna said a little bit ago, far afield. It's not just your industry. Mm -hmm. Substitutes exist out there. And if yours doesn't work, somebody that, that customer will find something that does if it's a problem they need to solve. You should be, as you're saying, very, very aware of what else can do what I'm trying to offer as a tool and you have to look, even if your company is um, working and everything is, um, is doing great, you still have to look at every angle because a lot of times you'll be driving on this highway fast and furious. And if you don't observe your surrounding, you will be missing the exit. And you know what's happening? You have to turn around, lose weight, and go back onto, uh, into the highway where your competitors they are way uh, ahead of you. So. In front. I was just thinking of an organization I know, uh, five people working together, uh, they're replacing the lead person. And it suddenly dawned on me, if we bring in somebody to replace, replace that lead person and that lead person isn't liked by the other four and they leave, suddenly we have a firm that has no history, no background in terms of how we do it. And that my, my issue was, why aren't you cross-training everybody here? When you haven't cross-trained people and you've got one person who's really 
kind of the keystone in that arch and that person leaves, do you have a plan for what you do? If not, you're really going to struggle. So have that contingency plan. What do we need to do if this could happen, if that could happen? Absolutely. And and the other thing um, I would like to add here is uh, talk to your suppliers. We've talked about in some other podcasts, but talk to your suppliers because they know the trends. Talk to your clients more often because, again, we forget that if we are producing, everything is in line, we forget our clients because everything will be changing. The new trends right now, you see the consumer behaviors are changing. That's why I talk to your clients all the time. And then the other thing I'd, I'd throw in here as part of this thinking process is that you need to know how to identify and measure those key detail details to tell you something's going wrong. And we're really into analytics and metrics and I wanna be a little cautious here. I think if you're the owner, you have to have four to five, maybe six key metrics that you look at weekly that tell you whether things are, are moving along or there's a glitch out there that you've got to uncover. And you've got to live with those. You've got to take those home and think about them. Uh, sometimes we overwhelm ourselves with, with metrics. Let the marketing department deal with the data analysis of customers, for example. But you need to know what tells you how your firm is humming or whether it's it's got AFib and you need to do something for it. You have to answer the uh, these uh, questions. Are you growing or sitting still, like Michael indicated? Are you improving or being disrupted? What other measures tell you that you are healthy or getting sick? And again, we know that a lot of times business owners, they don't like to be bogged down with uh, metrics and numbers, but you have to be if you want to be successful. You have to not back down you have to understand what is going on beyond the numbers those three questions Anna just asked you put those on a piece of come listen again put those on a piece of paper you want to be able to answer those if Anna or I or anyone else asks you that's what gets you ready for surprises I'd like to thank everyone for joining us today I'm of course Anna Steinfest and I'm joined today by my co-host Dr. Michael Troyer. Keep watching for us at Lessons in Success. This podcast was brought to you by the Green Bay Packers Mentor Protege Program and the Digital Department of Northeast Wisconsin Technical College.